You're listening to audio provided by Valleydale Church. To find more resources or to donate to this ministry, please check out valleydale.org. Places and I go to places and I've got a town. Right. And I walk in. And nobody else has one. Nobody has a coat and tie on. Sometimes I'll have a suit on. Right. And they'll look at me, what what, what are you doing? (laughs) And I just say, well, two things. Number one, I never know when I show up. What what's gonna yeah, be? Yeah, what's the vibe gonna be? You know, yeah. And secondly, it's just me, and I don't care how you dress. So you know, don't freak out over how I dress. I don't think there's well, I, I'm always like better safe than sorry. You know. So I, it's just a lot of it to do. I'm sure with just my age, but I've got this whole closet full of them. You gotta wear the suit. The suits look good. So what are you gonna do? I don't know what to do. Throw them away. The day I throw them away. All of a sudden. It'll all come back. It'll all come back. Oh, we need to be wearing suits now. Yeah, it'll it'll all be back. It's funny. Well, and that's the, and even people that get mad, like, or like you told that story of the guy, the preacher that gets mad at another preacher for not wearing a suit. Well, there was a time, a hundred years before that, that people weren't wearing suits to preach, or they were wearing vestments to preach, you know, or even further before that, when it was just like you wear a tunic to preach, because everybody just wears a tunic, and you don't have, it's just. Or just the button-up collar. Right. You know. There was a time when preachers, well, especially in the South, they just wore butt button up. They yeah, didn't have the tie, you know, and they didn't have a tie. Well, and when you were at Dallas, like you wore a bolo every week, right? Yeah, no, <laughs> some did. You know, Doctor Criswell did. Oh, did he really? Well, not when he was preaching, but in when he was not preaching, he would wear a bolo. He loved those things. It's very the Texas. Bolos. Yeah, it's very. It's kind of cool. It might come Oklahoma. back. Who knows? Oh, in Oklahoma as well. Yeah, but it's just you know it. I. You're just trying to be sensitive. I mean, like you, you want to have respect for the word, and then you don't want to be overly distracting. You yeah. know, like some of the <laughs> I talked to you about, like the the memes of like the worship leaders. You know, where they're like, "Hey, let's just rid all distractions," that sort of thing. But they've got a V-neck T-shirt that like goes down here. And you're like, "Well, that's pretty distracting." I, you know what? You're you're smarter than the average minister of music you <laughs> really are it's like what a, that's pretty distracting you're smarter you're than the right average now. bear <laughs> and well, I, I i i am thankful for that well praise the lord you're you're a good guy good start nice to start the day with some encouragement good good, good yes you had a you had a really big day yesterday i want to talk it. through the day because i've got a funny story to tell you about the second service after you left but um but you preached here uh, Philippians chapter four, yeah. talking about the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding. And you want yeah. to tell us again about what you had to go and do right after that? Well, I preached here and I turned the invitation over to Barry, and then I ran out and jumped in the car. And Deb and I went over to uh, Mount Hilliard uh, because it was the 13th anniversary. They'd not had uh, an anniversary for their pastor for a number of years because of COVID and everything. Right. Oh, right. They missed, and yeah. so um, they had a big blowout for Pastor Joe Hill. And he had asked me sometime back when he was here, I think it was the Sunday he presented the award to uh, the church. Yeah. Um, and thanks and appreciation for what Valleydale had meant to Mount Hilliard. He said, hey, will you come and preach my anniversary? My anniversary's coming up. And I just, you know, people all around, I'm walking him out. Sure, I'll do that. I'm glad to do that. Never looked at a calendar, never thought about. (laughs) 
and never thought about it anymore until he <laughs> until his secretary sent me a note and said, hey, we're really looking forward to having you. Next week. And then that's when I came in here to you guys, and I was in yeah. a panic, and I yeah. said, oh, my stars, I have really You were very up. pale, yeah. And y'all helped me out by taping the service to run at the 1045 service while I was preaching their 11 o'clock service for his anniversary. And it was really neat. It, you know, it's just so neat to see a church love their pastor and a pastor who loves the church. And That is a good church. That's and, a good uh, environment. Uh, I uh, So we had church for about two hours. Well, that was my favorite part because before you left, because you gave us that, that special prayer time, which I appreciated, um, and and you mentioned that update from Ross, Ross yeah, and Brenda and there in Moldova. that was really great, yeah. But part of the update was their church service was three and a half yeah. hours long, yeah. and you were like, "Amen," <laughs> and then you went. And you went so then you went. To no, Mount I Hillier. don't. I do not. I do <laughs> not want that. <laughs> and then you went to Mount Hillier, where the service yeah. is two and a half hours. I am telling you, I was so dead, and I came. You know, like I was saying, I came out of there about one fifteen or one thirty or so, uh, and drove straight from the north side yeah. uh, up there in Birmingham all the way down to Shelby to get to the hospital to see one of our deacons who had been taken to the hospital. So I didn't get home until like 2.30 or 3. And uh, I was just dead. And then, you know, Debbie said, let's go see Downton Abbey. So, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, so I took to her to the 5.15 show. Did you fall and asleep? And I'm sitting up there, just, you know, I'm trying to stay awake. You know, she's reaching over and <laughs> wake up. She said, "Do you know what it costs to come in here?" <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, oh but it, it is a great movie. It's is it know, fun to me? Downton Abbey, next to Andy Griffith, of course, is the greatest television show they've ever. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Is it is just an excellent. I was like, and the I, movie is really good. I saw the first movie. I've seen a couple of seasons of the show. You know, I was a Downton Abbey hater. I was like no. looking at it from afar. It's like, ah, it's just another soap opera. It's all this. It's so dumb. And then I got married, and my wife had me watch, watch you know, it. a bunch of a bunch of them. And of course, you know, I grew to love it. So yeah, we'll have to go see the all the movie. characters. Uh, they're all in. It's a, it is a great. It's just a great series. But so you didn't fall asleep. You stayed no, awake. No, I did you, you made it through. I watched the whole thing. Yeah. You made I it bet through. you my phone went off sixty times during that movie. You did. You got to turn that. You even said I, that I yesterday. It Doesn't I, it listen, fill you with such just, joy, Pastor? Yeah, you held I'm it up. telling you. It, and I had it on vibrate, and and it went off so many times that my teeth are loose. You know, I had it, <laughs> and it just vibrate, just constant vibrating through the whole movie. Oh man, but, uh, the movie is great. I won't give any. Uh, other than to say, you ought to see it. Great movie. Yeah, I've it's heard it's clean, fun. It's clean. Lots it's of good, good fan yes. service, that sort of thing. Yeah, I'm definitely, I'll probably catch it on video. Do they call it video anymore? I'll catch it on streaming. When yeah, it gets to streaming, right. I'm sure I'll wow, take a look at it. Well, so after you left, um, obviously we got the video all recorded. Brody was here yesterday, which happy birthday, Brody. We know that you today, watch us every week. Is his birthday. Happy birthday, Brody. He turned 17 today. Really, really. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty-one, I think he's twenty-one. Is he twenty-one? Yeah, yeah, I think oh, so. He's so. Legal now. Yeah, that's right. So you be be careful out there, Brody. Um, remember, you're still a member of the Baptist Church. Keep that in mind. So he was here yesterday, and he was helping us with yeah, the video transition. Volunteering, thing. volunteering. We didn't right. pay him a dime, and and, and we won't. <laughs> and he and he said uh, and he said, well, I'm going to get this video edited, and then we're going to show it in the second service. So 
He's back here. He gives me the okay. We're going to get this video ready. Um, and then, I, so I just go out there. I start getting ready for the service. You know, my family comes to second service. I'm saying hi to him. And Josh Pike, tech director, comes up to me and just like, hey, uh, the oh, video, the video, the video is taking too long to export. Like the computer has to render it and spit yeah. it back out and get it ready. It's taking too long to export. Right now, it says it's going to take like 20 minutes, but you've only got 17 minutes of music and that sort of thing. And so he was like, "Can you figure out some way to extend it?" And I said, "Josh Pike, I was born for this moment." <laughs> Oh yes, <laughs> which was <laughs> which was funny, because you had said because you had done that prayer in the first service, mm -hmm. and and I and and you were like, well, maybe you should pray in the second service if you feel led. And I, honestly, I was like, well, I'm not gonna, I don't think I'm gonna do that. But the second that Josh Pike told me we needed more time, I felt very led. I oh, felt very led to pray. I thought he was yanking your leg, but he no, was, he uh, wasn't. Was okay. He was serious. They were they were struggling with it, and so I'm like, all right, well. There's no time. I'm just going to get up there. I'm going to pray over the same people that you prayed over. And I guess without saying anything to the congregation, I'm going to pray that the video gets there on time. And so I'm playing and we're singing It Is Well together, a great song about peace. We definitely wanted to that sing that one. That was good. It was so good to sing that yesterday. Amen. Amen. You know, it was, it was LaShawn Plott's birthday yesterday. No, I did not know and that. In, and, and that was one of her favorite songs. And I didn't realize it until... That morning, because yeah. my calendar still shows me the birth. Anyway, so that was that was really uh, sweet, yeah. remembering her. Yeah. But anyway, I'm playing the song, and uh, and I, <laughs> I look up, and the video the video booth is above that monitor yeah. at the back. Well, you can never really see up in there because the glass is frosted, it's tinted, yeah. and all this. But they flip the lights on in in. <laughs> in the video booth, and Josh is standing there with both thumbs up, like <laughs> desperately trying to get my attention. <laughs> you have extended enough. <laughs> the fullness of time has come. Yeah. The video is ready. And so I just kind of smiled and, and nodded, and, and then we, we, we went with it, and there was a sermon. I never, I never told you this, but Brody used to do that. He'd flip the light on, and he would, you know, he'd make faces at me. <laughs> You know, do during the, the service, trying trying to disrupt <laughs> me, and you know, <laughs> no wonder we fired him. Oh golly, uh, but no wonder we had to get rid of him on the sly. That's that is funny. So it was a, it was a great day. It really was a great it day. It was. It was a busy day. Had some people respond. Had had a good young woman baptized there in the yeah, first service, yeah. and so uh, the so the tape did go off. Oh, well. it was perfect. Yeah, good. It okay. was perfect. Yeah, and it was it was helpful message, and now we're on to um, another message, and we got VBS in a couple of weeks. But yeah. we, um, but we, I really want to talk through what we, uh, what some of what you talked through okay. yesterday. All right, if I can remember, if I can keep, it's so hard because I preached one message here, and I had about twenty five minutes to look over. Deb drove mm -hmm. and. I was looking over my sermon notes on the way over there. So hard to shift because I'm in Philippians four yeah. for the sermon, uh, the fruit of, of peace, right? And then I'm in First Peter chapter five for the pastor's anniversary over there. 
Wow. So I'm, I'm shifting gears, and it's it's hard to do. That's very hard to do. I believe. At it. least it is for me. Other preachers may not have a problem with it. But. No, I'm sure. I'm sure it's difficult. Did you, I mean in that message? Did you start talking about Yudea and and Sintiki in the no, middle of no. the sur- in the middle no. of the sermon? No, no, I didn't. But you know, that's an interesting to, to me. If you look back in Galatians, it is it is fascinating how often uh, Paul approaches this whole issue of our interpersonal relationships. Yeah, well, that's where I wanted to start. So go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. You know, in Galatians, when he gives this uh, fruit of the Spirit here, you know, he does so after he d- talks about the, the flesh, um, the not the fruit of the flesh, but the deeds of the flesh. Then he comes to the fruit of the Spirit. But now look at the context in Galatians chapter 5, uh-huh. how he sets this thing out. You were called to freedom, brethren. Only do not turn your freedom into an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. How, how do I not turn my freedom into an opportunity for the flesh? By serving others in love. That's and good. then he says the whole law is fulfilled in this one statement. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Amen. And then he points out something that obviously was going on in the churches of Galatia if you bite and devour one another, take care that you don't be consumed by one another. And I made the point there to talk about the word bite. I think it's bosco in the Greek. And um, it is the word that is used to describe the bite of a serpent. Wow. And then I went over to James because James spends this whole chapter, James chapter 3, on the tongue. That's right. Or, or he spends at least the first part of the, pretty much the whole chapter, is is on the tongue. In fact, I, it, my eyes just rested on verse 17, but wisdom comes from above. First pure, then peaceable, gentle, reasonable, full of mercy. I mean, he starts kind of going through some of the fruit. Interesting. But in this, in chapter 3 and verse 8, he says, No one can tame the tongue. It is a restless, a full of deadly poison. Yes. Well, that's basically what Paul is saying back here right. in verse 15 of Galatians chapter 5. If you bite, when we bite, using the, a term that describes the bite of a serpent, yes. James says deadly the poison. tongue is full of poison. Our conversation can literally disease the church. Our, our, our conversation can literally cause the church uh, illness. That's how a- you talk about your church, how you talk about other people. And listen, because we as adults, as parents, we get in the middle of doing this, and we've got little ears in the back seat yes. that are listening. That's true. To you're right. what you're saying about the church, how you're talking about the church. You know, I have to say, I never heard my dad ever negatively talk about the church. Now, my mother was a little different, <laughs> but I never heard my dad. And that just really kind of sticks with me because how we talk about the church, Deb and I were very careful in what we said about the church in front of our children. I never wanted my children to hate the church. I see so many pastor's kids who grow up hating the church. It happens a lot. But I never wanted my children doing that. Yeah, my dad uh, followed the exact same path. And it really wasn't until I got older that, you know, I would ask some questions. This is when I was 
in my late teens probably, and he was like, well, you know, that happened because so-and-so did such-and-such. And I was like, you are kidding me. You know, just I had no idea some of the difficulties that he went through right. in that. I was just content to serve and enjoy the fellowship there. So I was, I was really glad that he did that. This, the, the text in, the context there in Philippians 4 is, is interesting. Like, the weight of him calling out these particular two names, Euodia, Syntyche, live in harmony with the Lord. Like, you said that this probably two people, I guess these are two women, is that what you said? That they yes. are, yeah. they're slandering one another, or there's that biting and devouring mm-hmm. thing going on. Do you have any idea what was going on there? No, I don't think anybody really knows. We're not told. We just know that that there was a lack of harmony between the two of them, and it was having an impact in the church. You most likely had people lining up behind each other. Right. And that's why he comes and he says, you know, I, I gave you the Greek yesterday, and my mind, you know, it's Monday morning, so I don't know that I can re- remember. it. Uh, Euodia, um, parakaleo, pa- uh, kai sentiki parakaleo, you know, I'm, I'm encouraging, I'm in exhorting Euodia, and I'm exhorting, encouraging Syntyche to live in harmony in the Lord. But the Greek has it differently. It's frontos is in there, which is frontal, the frontal lobe here. In your mind, uh, think about what it means to be in the Lord. Hmm. That's what he's saying to them. You stop and think about it. this is not what it means to be in the in Christ. And then he moves on. He said, indeed, true companion, I ask you also to help these women. So he's talking to, I think, the church, really. You've shared my struggle in the cause of the gospel together with Clement and all the rest of the fellow workers whose names are in, in the book of life. He's asking the, them to please go and mediate this. Go and stand in and help these women get beyond this issue, this interpersonal relationship well, issue. It's, it's interesting that just that one relationship was affecting the entire church. Yes. I listened to this lecture yesterday. I'm taking this class on missiology right now. And at, at the end, obviously, you go through all the the biblical data for why, you know, missions and foreign missions is important. But at the end, you get into the fiercely practical stuff. Mm-hmm. And he went through this study, this is Dr. Paul Aiken at Southern, goes through this study of why do missionaries leave the field? Yeah. Is yeah. it culture shock? No. no. Is it persecution? No. no. The number one reason that missionaries leave the field is conflict with their team members. Yeah, yeah. Deb was on the IMB. She was an IMB trustee for that's 13 right. years or so. She that's could right. tell you that. She would She would say, yeah, that's exactly right. The well, reason. and I saw some of it over there. It's a real thing. Protecting yeah. the unity is It's either the hardest or the second hardest thing to do. Yeah. And I there. just see Paul constantly doing that through yes. his epistles, that you've got to guard the unity of the, of the fellowship, the unity of the church, the peace of the church. It is hard. It's and all, I don't know a pastor anywhere that has not struggled trying to do that. Well, we've seen you do that in the pulpit. You know, it's interesting, Valleydale, and I've appreciated a lot of what, what you've done here. Valleydale is a church, I think you'd agree, we have a um, really a miraculous very, level of unity. Oh, my gosh, yes. But that has not prevented you from leaning in and even exhorting the conversa- congregation to further unity yeah. and say, beware lest you fall 
mm-hmm. to the wayside. It's yeah. good what has happened here. Okay, let's keep it that way. Right. Let's work hard to keep it that way. Yeah. Because you can see evidence in the scripture. The same thing on staff as well. Yes, uh, praise uh, the Lord. Staffs that do not get along, that there is tension between this person, this staff member, that staff member, you know, it 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 uh, it takes all the staff. You can't have just one guy trying to pull everybody. You know, it takes all the staff saying, I am committed, you know, to carrying out the will of the Lord on this staff. Well, we have a, we have people on the staff as, as well that, like, we're committed to the, like, like you were saying yesterday, like that one thing that the Lord has given to us to yeah, do. Yeah. And we feel very blessed and content to stay in that lane. You talked yesterday about how much of a joy it's been for you to focus primarily, even in a singular way, on sermon prep, mm-hmm. pastoring the people that way. But I couldn't help but think, like, one of the reasons you have the opportunity to do that is because Jeff is doing such a great job yeah, managing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've probably been in situations before where you felt like you had to take on more yeah, yeah. because there, you know, they, there, there, there weren't those other, um, other roles being filled. You know, here the staff all, and we, we, we purposefully look, what are the three or four things in the course of this year that we can all jump in? And it may be something in the music area yeah, that right. we all jump in and say, okay, we're going to all pull in that direction That's during right. this time Have to do it. or with the children Definitely. or with the, you, you know, we all pull in that direction and everybody's on board. Amen. Well, it's, it's interesting. We're about to wrap up here yeah. and we're going to be going to, uh, and, and anybody that's watching and listening, please pray for us because we got a really long meeting well, today. Yeah. I know the, well, and pray for pastor, meeting pray for pastor first and foremost, because he stayed, he stayed up through Downton Abbey yesterday, yeah, which means yeah. he's probably going to fall asleep in the elders' meeting yeah, later on yeah. today. So pray for <laughs> Pastor. But we've got a six-hour, it's going to be an all-day thing, where we're, we're talking again, going back to the vision statement of the church right. and how can we design next year's calendar right. to follow along with that. Right. This is the saddest that I've seen you all morning. Six-hour meeting. I'm so I I feel for you. That's brother. that meeting, and then the elders' meeting follows into the evening. So, wow, I mean, we'll do a laying on. So hands uh, we'll we have funeral. Uh, <laughs> funeral will be Wednesday it's at a, one o'clock. This a bereavement notice. We'll go on. Our our dearly beloved Pastor Mac was met to death. They met him to death. Committed to death. <laughs> meeting to death. Not the death of meetings, but the oh my meeting goodness. of death. Anything else you want? You can't decide what you're preaching this week yet. I've got so much material. I'm patience. You have patience with yourself. So, yes. uh, I know I'm facing a horrible week if I'm going to preach on patience. (laughs) Right. The Lord's going to give you patience through a bunch. Let's just show him what this is all about. (laughs) Well, just turn your phone on silent. Don't don't let it vibrate your feelings out again. Yeah, I I know. Preaching on patience. Okay. Well, you guys, you can pray that I have patience while Pastor won't tell me what text he's preaching till Friday night or whatever. I'll try to give it to you. All right, well, we're going to wrap up here. We love you guys. No midweek this week. We've got a couple more weeks, um, and then we're going to start with summer midweek. I know you're going to be teaching some of that. And we've got VBS. Make sure you sign up for VBS. Windshape. Windshape's going to be super fun. Yeah. Great uh, summer. And happy Memorial Day, you guys. It's coming up, right? It is. The day we remember all of those who sacrificed their lives so that we could have the freedom to sit here and talk craziness. (laughs) 
See you later. Bye-bye.